0: Have you ever wondered what is really happening behind the curated feed of your favorite influencers and brands? The Social Sessions podcast gets the real story. I'm Tara, the founder
1: of TJ Creative Agency. And I'm Audrey, a creative director and social media manager. Between the two of us, we have 13 years of experience in the social media world. Welcome back to the Social Sessions podcast today. You guys, it is just Tara and I talking to you guys today. But we wanted to, before we jump into our topic, we want to talk about media kits today and just what you need to have in them. Do you even what, know what they are? Yeah, what they are. Give you a rundown on media kits. But before we jump into that, we thought you we'd give you a little bit of a real-time update on what we're doing in social media. What's new? Like, what are some things that we're testing out? So Tara, are there any kind of strategies that you're testing out for clients or things that you've noticed that have been... Good for growth, good for engagement, anything like that? I
0: think people are moving away from like sound.
1: Um... Sound, like recreation. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Like lip-syncing. Lip-syncing. Yeah, like lip syncing. Lip syncing. I think
0: people are kind of over that thing.
1: More original content. More
0: original. Yeah. Um, I think the daily vlogs is still kind of a cool thing that people are doing, which I think is so much better than watching like a whole
1: YouTube I think video. both of those on Instagram have been doing really well. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I've been trying to just change up my editing a little bit more. If you follow us on TikTok, you've seen that we I do a lot of like tip type of videos. So I'm just trying to I'm playing around with like jump cuts a little bit more just to try and the idea. Obviously, we know that if you add more movement into your videos, they tend to captivate the audience a little bit more they tend to keep their attention a little bit more so i've just been trying to even though i'm sitting in the same spot during the video cutting it up a little bit at a quicker pace to try and keep the audience's attention
0: no, i think transition sounds are doing really well too
1: oh yeah I you know think what i mean that
0: ha- anything that has like a transition beat and if anyone out there makes sounds like could you just come up with some more options too like
1: I'm um, getting the same two songs. Like if I have to hear, I love Jack Harlow, but if I have to hear different versions of First Class over and over and over again, I'm like, you can only speed it up and slow it down and mash it up so many times. I've heard like 8,000 mashups but and they, they go viral. Some old
0: songs from like the 2000s. Yeah, They go viral like every time. You know, like the Britney Spears ones that they brought back and they put some other shirt in there. It's like. I love the mashups. Yeah, I do, too. I think we could use some more of those. So anybody that does that. And I also wanted to have somebody that did that on the podcast at some point.
1: I want to bring these into our like more solo episodes a little bit more, just kind of explaining what we're experimenting with, because I don't think there needs to be any fear with experimenting, like try new things. And if it doesn't work, the worst that happens is it gets low views. Go back to what worked. But Or sometimes it works on TikTok and it
0: doesn't work on Instagram. That video Mikey did for ARC, I talked to her about this yesterday, was it did really well on TikTok. We put it on Instagram. Obviously, Instagram's aesthetic, so we put a cover on it to make it more pretty.
1: Mine has been the opposite. The things that I've been posting on Instagram come from my TikTok, haven't done as good on TikTok, but get like 60,000 views on Instagram. So it just depends. It just depends. But I just... Audrey has a little secret... Oh, oh, share
0: share that secret with the masses. I
1: have been getting a lot more views on my reels than I had been. And it's because I I just assumed this was common knowledge. But the TikTok trends happen about two weeks before they get to Instagram. So any sound that's trending on TikTok will be trending on Instagram in about a week and a half to two weeks. So I'm just taking all of those TikToks, and as soon as I hear that sound, the very first time I hear that sound, the video's already done. I just put it up, so I end up being one of the first people every time to these sounds, which is why I'm getting so many views. So just keep that in mind. You most likely have already used the sound on TikTok. Go to snaptick.app, download it without the watermark, watermark, move it over to Instagram, and now you're getting killer views. Anyways, that's, that's my tip of the day. That week. is a really good secret that you just let, like, let out. I let the people know. Well, I just wanted to. I feel like when we do these these solo type of, you want to bring tips, some value. I want to get like the first few minutes. I I just want it to be more real time in the sense of we're experimenting too, mm-hmm. and I want to let you know what we're trying. I'm not going to guarantee that it's working, but these are things that we're trying. Maybe you can try it too. See if you have any luck with it. Yeah. So now to get into the actual topic that we want to talk about, we want to talk about media kits. Do you know what a media kit is? Yeah. So, Tara, what is a media kit? A media kit is like a digital
0: resume for a creative.
1: Yeah. That's a good way to put it.
0: That's what it is. And it is a super important part of being a creator, an influencer, even a business. So... Um, I've made a media kit for clients based on the fact that, okay, well, you're an influencer, that's great, but we're also have a mass audience. So you're getting this when you're working with us too. So it's a um, win-win type situation. But what we find with our clients is when we're doing um, influencer outreach and we're trying to connect these influencers with the um, correct Client is that there people are a lot more than not like coming unprepared. They don't have a media kit. They don't know what that is. They don't. Yeah. um,
1: Which touches on that whole idea of like if you're gonna do this, if you're gonna be an influencer, if you're gonna be a content creator, treat it like a business. And I feel like this Harley brought up a good point of just email etiquette. I think this is like the second step after email etiquette. Amen. Have your media kit set. Exactly. So when someone asks you for one, don't be, don't send screenshots of your engagement. Don't send.
0: Please don't send screenshots of your engagement. I don't care. You're like, that's actually I mean, the I worst. do, but I don't. Like, it's it's great. It just looks unprofessional. Yeah. Like, let's make this a real thing. What do you have to offer? What value are you bringing me? What can I present to this client that's going to make them want to choose you? Um, even if it's not numbers, okay, it's not numbers. You don't have the numbers. Show me the value in your photography. Show me the value in your videography. Show me what you as a creator makes you different. Like, yeah. it is such an important piece of the puzzle, and I and I hope that it becomes talked about more because I don't I don't know how this many creators have gotten this far without
1: without them. having one. Yeah. yeah, that kind of explains why we. That I was going to go into why you need one, but that's why. It's the whole professional aspect of it. it. Like you said, it's a resume. It's essentially telling this brand why they should work with you. So to break it down, to give you guys real tangible tips, here's three things that you definitely need in your media kits to start your analytics. So we talked about this version of it to like, how often are you thinking they should be updated?
0: I think they should be updated quarterly. So every three months, um, unless you have a huge spurt of growth or something like that, then obviously give us the best of your best or the client, the best of your best numbers. Um, Sometimes your numbers go down. Sometimes they go backwards. Maybe you don't want to
1: update them. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe you don't want to update it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I think, three four months max just giving i think the basics what what kind of analytics do you think they need in it like what specific type of metrics should they put in it
0: i mean the most exciting ones are impressions reach saves shares story viewership
1: yeah i Um, was gonna say i think i think the biggest ones that you should put in there you to be fair like Let's make it clear. You don't need every single analytic in no. your media kit. Things that are going to get the point across. So I do think average story views, I think, is a really, really good one. Yeah, because you can sell stories
0: as an as a piece of content. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so it's really good to have um, an option for that. And yeah.
1: Some, some pan- so average story views, I think your overall engagement rate, I think you can kind of lump all of that together. And I think accounts reached is yeah. really, really good. So I think, yeah, those, those would be the three analytics that I think you should definitely have in there. So, also, we talked about this that. a little bit yesterday, but,
0: um, you know, gender specific, depending on what the client is to like making sure those metrics are, are seen. Like if it's a, if it's a female based company or something,
1: it's women's so jewelry. That, that was my next point. Yeah. You need to have analytics and you need to have the next one. Number two is demographics. Yes. So who is following you? What's your male to female ratio? Where do they live? Like if it's a global company or if it's a, that was a bad example. I meant to flip it. (laughs) If it is a citywide company, it's in one city and most of your following lives in, like if it's based in Austin and Mm -hmm. most of your following lives in California for whatever reason, maybe this brand deal isn't going to work for you Yeah, exactly. because it's not going to benefit the brand at all. So just demographics of who your audience is because the brand wants to know who they're selling to.
0: Exactly. Also platforms. I don't know if we mentioned this yesterday, but platforms being like some people have a huge reach on Pinterest. And sometimes that reach is going to be a better conversion for your client than Instagram story post. You know, like that's true. So uh, definitely finding those little.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I should say we should specify probably have the analytics per platform, I would say. I don't know. It doesn't need to take up like pages of content, obviously. But if you have the general, this is how many followers I have on each platform. This is kind of the engagement. Obviously, the analytics are going to look a little bit different per platform. But if you have a general rundown of analytics per platform, it helps the client determine what deliverables they should be asking of you and what platforms they should be using that content on. So that leads to the last thing that you definitely, the third thing that you definitely need in your media kit, which is some sort of deliverables. You explained this really well yesterday. What do you mean? Like, what do we mean by deliverables?
0: Uh, We want options. So the client is going to want options. They're going to want to know, you know, sometimes it's a collaboration where it's like the price of your um, packages is even to the service or even to the price of the product or whatever it may be, and that would be a perfect collab as far as exchange. Maybe you are higher than they are and they owe you money, or maybe it's uh, vice versa where you're trying to say, okay, no, I want that, but I'm willing to give you this package, plus do a story, plus do a reel. I'll even do two, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, It's a lot of that bartering kind of system, I guess you could say, um, in social.
1: Yeah, I think this is where... It- it, it's not so black or white in terms of what we mean by deliverables. That could mean, like you said, if you have set up packages, that works. Like
0: long term, basically, short term, and oh. very short
1: term. Yeah, just just however you want to, to display set up your, yeah. it. Yeah, in a way that is obviously digestible and like easy to understand. But essentially, what we mean by deliverables is showing why a brand should work with you. Yes. What can you provide them? In in the form of content, obviously. What can you provide the brand that makes it where they wanna work with you? Yep. Are you providing videos? Are you gonna provide whatever you know what I mean? Explaining what you can do for the brand.
0: Yep. And also I don't know if this is on that list, but please give some sort I mean Yes, your Instagram. Yes, your work is kind of like, what do you call it? Was it portfolio. portfolio of what you've done? But I do think including some of the like brands that you've already worked with, because maybe those are like ways down the feed. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so oh, yeah, you know I what I mean? Like, nice if I say, with,
1: yeah, I've in with, a media case, like, you know, how it's the same thing as when you go to a blogger's website, or even a magazine website, or whatever it is, and they say featured in, it's the same idea of being like, these are brands I've worked with in the past. Just yes. a little section in your media kit, it does provide a bit of like, insight into and what
0: to, and what we can expect. Like, okay, wow, these pictures are beautiful. Okay, if that even means if I'm it's get not beautiful pictures with this, even collab? if
1: it's not pictures, and you say I've worked with this huge company, I've worked with Under Armour, I've worked with Nike, then it's like, okay, if Nike had the, this is a obviously broad example, but if Nike had the faith in you to create this content, and they're a huge corporation. I'm probably you know what I mean yeah. it, it gives you a little bit of edge um yeah exactly
0: you can make your own media kit you don't have to have somebody make it you can go big and have somebody make it but you can make one on you can canva one, yeah if you're a search creator. canva and put media kit or blogger what even if you don't want to use, use the
1: the template you can just just google even media kits you can easily make one on canva and get like inspiration you can use a template if you want put in your own like quote unquote brand colors, things that represent you pretty well. But yeah, if you're just starting, you don't necessarily have to to send some send it out. You know, you don't have to export that. You don't have to have someone else do your media kit. You can make your own. Yeah. So hopefully this was helpful for you guys. Go out and make your media kits. Let us share them with us. I was going to say, let us know how they are. Well, actually forward them to me because you never know who we
0: could pass them on to. That's very true. And we're trying to build that up. So come on. So,
1: yeah, go make those media kits. Send them our way. And we will talk to you guys next time.
0: Bye.